Hey everyone, welcome back. This is the Cloud Pilot and in today's episode, we are going to talk about how to learn cloud. So for that, we have an amazing resource who's also known in the name of In 28 Minutes Fishing. So today we have Ranga Karanam who is joining us to talk about how to build a career in cloud and how to learn cloud effectively. So let's see the conversation and this is the Cloud Pilot. You are listening to the Cloud Pilot Podcast. Hey Ranga, how's it going? What a pleasure to have you here. Um, hi Udesh, I'm really, really excited to be here. Um, yeah, it's been a great day and great end to the day as well, getting to talk to you. Why don't we kickstart our conversation with uh, your background, you know, how has your journey been so far? So my journey was typical IT services journey, right? So I actually got a chance to work with a number of IT services companies. Uh, mostly like some of the most biggest ones the uh, like and the most popular ones are the ones which I've worked with and one of the big, biggest uh, advantages I had in working with IT services was the chance that I got a chance to work with a number of different clients and I got a chance to travel the world um, I, I was in US for a little while I was in Europe for a little while and I got a chance to interact with a number of programmers all around the world I was mostly into Java kind of background so mostly into developing web applications, full stack applications, REST APIs. So that's kind of my background of deploying them to production, like taking care of art, taking care of architecture design. And yeah, after almost 15 years of working in the industry, I thought, okay, let's see the other side. Let's try and create some content. So that's been my journey, right? So I started with programming, got into architecture, went back to programming and then got into content. <laughs> Yeah, it's really a great journey, you know, having that piece of knowledge is really important for creating content because, you know, you can only share what you know, you can't really share what you don't know. So most people know you as a content creator rather than, you know, uh, an IT specialist, mostly like, you know, a course instructor who, who somebody can look up to when they have, you know, issues with uh, any technical things. So what was your inspiration to start uh, you know, the content journey, you know, how to, you know, be, become a course instructor, help those students, you know, what was that inspiration and uh, when did that journey start? How has it been? What I discovered during my IT career was that I had a knack of making things really, really easy, right? Whenever I set up a complex architecture, whenever we were starting up a new project, I saw that I was able to set up really good architecture and also I was able to get the team to adhere to the architecture, write good code, understand what I was speaking. And uh, during this, I also realized that I had a knack of making complex things really, really, really simple. So that's where I thought, okay, this is good. I'm able to teach people in my project. How about trying it in a bigger space? Right? So that's where my YouTube journey started. I thought, okay, let's go create some content on YouTube. I was interested in uh, like JUnit, uh, I mean, JUnit's like, code quality, like clean code. So topics which not a lot of people are really interested in, but topics which I was really, really interested in. So I thought I will create some content around it. So that's where my journey on YouTube started. And as I went forward, uh, I realized, okay, if I would want to actually be a full-time content creator and just focus on the content, probably YouTube income is not sufficient enough. And that's where I was looking at other platforms. And luckily I found Udemy. 
So I have faced it firsthand, you know, how challenging it is to be a, a course instructor or a content creator. So definitely your journey would have been so challenging because I can understand, you know, in the past one to two years, I have been facing a lot of challenges. So, uh, and you have been doing it for the like past four or five years and definitely a huge, uh, a ton of challenges. Uh, what are your uh, you know, views on facing those challenges? What were those challenges and how did you overcome those? The main challenge when it comes to creating content is deciding what to create next, right? So that's the biggest challenge. I think when you're starting off, right? When I'm starting off, uh, so let's say I start, I'm starting creating content. The problems are a little different, right? The initial problems of, are, okay, how do I get really good video? How do I get really good audio? How do you ensure that I'm able to clearly explain the concepts? So those would be the initial challenges. So those were the initial challenges that I faced. I think the, you will work them out as soon as you create 100 videos, 150 videos. Uh, the first five, six months, you'd work them out. And after that, uh, like uh, the great thing is when I started off in 2015-16, I had huge amount of knowledge. It was easy because I had a lot of content in my brain. It was just about how do I organize it and how do I put it, put it into a course. Once I have all the initial audio video kind of challenges addressed, it's now just like how do I organize it and put it out. But after a little while is when, like after I had around 20-25 courses, that's when the challenge becomes where okay, what's the next topic to create content on? Where should I go next? What should be the topic I should be focusing on next? Should it be machine learning? Should it be Google Cloud? Should it be data engineering, right? So there are so many options that are available and identifying something that you can master and also identifying uh, like people to partner with and try to ensure that the courses really, really offer a huge amount of value to the learners, right? Whenever I create a course, the most important part for me is a learner should have the feel of the how things would work in production it's not just about learning the fundamentals fundamentals are good really really good uh, but i also want the learners by the end of the course to have a feel for how things would be in production what would be the challenge they would face in production and that's where i'm a great believer that every course should have some elements of uh, the real world challenges mixed in so that's where i partner with a lot of people and we bring a mix of all those things that's the challenge today. The challenge today is now, how do I actually get um, the real world experience into the courses? Absolutely. Uh, you know, in fact, um, I think that's one of the most important things because, you know, you can get theoretical knowledge from anywhere, but getting the, that practical experience or that hands-on experience only makes you prepare or only prepares you for facing the challenges in the industry because their theory doesn't work it's just hands-on you just need to work and like so during my journey initially it was all hands-on courses uh, even with the cloud actually i started with a lot of hands-on courses with respect to the cloud so we had courses on elastic beanstalk fargate we had courses on kubernetes which are really hands-on right so they are not focused on certifications or anything like that but uh, another challenge i faced at that particular point in time was nobody was interested in hands-on cloud courses at that particular point. Yeah. So this was like three, four years back. Uh, and then I, I had to pivot. So I had to pivot towards certification courses. Uh, I'm like, to be really, really frank, uh, I'm not a big certifications guy at that particular point in time. So it was a lot of a mental shift that I had to bring in. Okay, certifications are good. Certifications are good. And yeah, over a period of time now, I understand the value of certifications. And also we have a lot of content around certifications. 
so yeah it's it's that's another challenge right uh, seeing where your audience is going uh, how do you bring the balance between what you want what you like teaching and what the audience needs uh, yeah that's another challenge which is uh, like i guess every content creator faces that how can somebody start a career in tech i would start you know i would uh, tell them you know start with identifying which role you want to work on you know what's what's the things that you like to do and then finding the roles based on that and then you know setting out the learning path so again the audience are different because you know you you might uh, face a fresh graduate who is coming right out of college who might be currently pursuing their undergraduation or you know there might be people who have been working you know like less than 5 years of experience and there would be people with more than 5 years of experience so so out of that you know how can they basically start a career in tech whether they have a technical background or a non technical background somebody who's coming into technology who has a little bit of background with technology and they want to let's say become a programmer or something of that kind right so if they are interested in programming then obviously the first few things that they would need to focus on are programming so programming is the number one skill which is very very important they should be good at at least one of the programming languages number two they should be good at building applications to either a web application a rest api or a full stack application right so that's two and today i would say once you are good at these two you can focus on learning the cloud try and deploy your application to the cloud so whatever you're building see how you can deploy it to the cloud at a very early stage so you're building something today you're building a web application today you're building a rest api today think about how you can deploy it to a specific cloud right so once you do that you get a complete overview of the entire picture uh, of it in general right so you would start uh, learning programming you would actually build an application you deploy it to the cloud and that kind of gives you a big picture overview however i mean it also depends on what your goals are right so if you are actually let's say uh, you want to get into amazon or google then probably you would want to really really focus on programming data structures algorithms system design so those are the areas that you would want to focus on rather than uh, the ancillary things the things around but if you are looking at uh, like uh, probably you are not having so many technical skills and programming is not your real focus then probably you can uh, switch towards the application building side web applications or rest api so it depends on uh, your skills and your goals as well so even within the programming thing itself you have so many things possible right even if you are a non programmer and you are looking at roles like let's say testing or business analyst then you need to get the skills related to that first right so you need to first be a good tester or a good business analyst and then probably cloud would be a good add on like one of the initial cloud certifications just to get an overview of the cloud uh, like the fundamentals of cloud certifications should be a great add on so yeah it, the thing is it's it's a very difficult question to answer because i feel uh, before i would answer a question like this like typically just like you i'm asked this a lot uh, and typically i would want to understand the context the background where they are coming from and what where they are heading towards before we would be able to actually structure something for them i feel uh, all these kind of things are very personal there is no generic one road map or one thing which would suit everybody it should be case by case we need to understand what the great background is what their goals are and based on it decide the path so again to start a uh, you know a career in cloud you know what are those skills you know like technical skills needed to you know land a job in 
let's start with the non non tech roles because it's much more easier because for non tech roles i think it's very very important for them to understand what is the value proposition of the cloud uh, what what are the different services which are present what is the use case for each of the services i think that kind of knowledge a broad knowledge of the cloud is more than sufficient for most of the uh, like broad high level uh, things the best thing i would recommend for non tech folks to learn the cloud is to start with one of the cloud beginner certifications right so in google cloud you have google cloud digital leader you have aws certified cloud practitioner in aws and you also have azure fundamental certifications right so these certifications would be a great point to understand the value proposition of the cloud and also get a high level overview of the different services which are present in each cloud platform um yeah if it's a tech role then it's a very very difficult thing right so there are a lot of uh, tech areas also in the cloud right you can start uh, with uh, deploying web applications or rest api or microservices or you might be into data engineering or machine learning or you might be a security engineer a network engineer so again even in tech there are a wide range of possibilities uh, so for tech i would think uh, uh, if you don't have any experience at all so if you have zero experience then probably beginner certifications might be a good place to start but if you have played with the cloud for a significant amount of time more than a year or so then i would actually recommend you to go for a role specific certification a role specific certification would be a great point to start if you are a developer going for a developer certification or if you are a security engineer going for a security engineer certification each of the cloud platforms have their own uh, role specific certification so that might be a, a great a place to start now just one thing i would want to add on there is a lot of i see a lot of people actually in a very very young stage like 6 months one year one and a half year do architect certification i like that in the sense that you are getting an overview of the architecture what are the things that are important when i'm designing an application architecture and application that's good but the experience that you need to be able to actually understand the certification in depth is Uh, a little bit more so i would actually recommend uh, it's good it's good to do it but you would really benefit from that certification only if you have a lot of experience designing and architecting applications so typically i am on the wall when on the fence when it comes to architect certifications very early but all the other role specific certifications i would really recommend it just for the architect certification i think if you have little bit of architecture background uh, that would really really help in getting real value of of that certification yeah so because uh, you know what i say is certifications brings you opportunities and your hands on gets you the job and not the vice versa absolutely there absolutely is, absolutely there is some consumption uh, that uh, you know a lot of people think you know uh, if they have you know like couple of those famous certifications then they will get a job which is not really true and no. this misunderstanding had has to be uh, cleared out yeah i think also one more thing that we need to understand is the fact that cloud as an industry is growing i mean the growth of the cloud in the last few years is unprecedented right so cloud has been growing 20 to 30% for last 6 7 years and i would say it would grow 20 30% minimum uh, in the next 3 4 years as well yeah. so i mean any technology growing for 10 years at 20 to 30% phase is like unheard of very 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 rare incident and that's why there is a severe shortage of skills and that also plays into why uh, certifications are valued a lot more right so typically a java certification or a python certification or an oracle certification does not have as much value as a cloud certification today especially because there is shortage of skills but with time i also see the value of the cloud certifications going down as more and more people get skills in the cloud like over the next few years i see it going down 
and that, i think to even today you cannot just uh, get a job based on just a certification you need to have the hands on skills but with time i think uh, the proportion of people who'd be looking at just a certification as the entry point will be even going further down what what do you think are those uh, you know methods or something which somebody can use in order to learn consistently the most difficult thing today to achieve is consistency right we are distracted by so many things around us yeah i mean we we have so many social media profiles and yeah it's very very difficult to find focus so i think uh, the number one thing for you to actually uh, focus on uh, is to find the time where you are not distracted so it's like at least find 3 to 4 hours a day where you are not distracted at all you focus on what you want to achieve right it might be anything it might be technology it might be not related to technology there would be something or the other you would want to work on or you want to improve your skills on so find 3 or 4 hours in a day where you are not disturbed i think that is the most important part for me if you are able to do that if you are able to consistently put that effort in then over a period of time you would see that you would progress so uh, for me that is the key the key is to be able to find a block of time it should be considerable amount of time it cannot be very very short time it should be some considerable block it might be every day it might be every week right so every day or every week where you find that block of time that's what helps me a lot so for me like uh, my processes are very very simple so uh, either i'm working or i'm not working so it's like there is never in between so and when i'm working it's like complete focused work right so uh, that helps you to focus that helps you to learn a lot faster uh, and the other important thing is when it comes to learning technology right it's important to spend time when you are making a technology decision right you want to decide what you want to learn uh, frequently i am asked which cloud should i learn aws azure or google cloud right so no problem take your time talk to people decide right but once you decide you should not go back on that decision right? the problem with technology is nobody knows what's going to happen in the future so in technology uh, in addition to focus you need to have clarity of mind you need to know okay this is the technology i want to focus on and once you decide to focus on something you should be a master at it you should not be an also ram you should plan to be in the top 1 percentile as i would usually call it so yeah i think focus uh, identifying what you want to master and making sure that you are in the top 1 percentile so those would be the tips i would uh, recommend and once you have those goals set i think consistency would be a result of that what is your take on you know some effective learning approaches what what do you recommend or what are your suggestions uh, learning specific to an individual and it varies from uh, one person to another person right so i might be like my way of learning is completely probably something which others might be really really uh, like others might find it really really difficult to adapt so, uh, what if like so uh, for me it's very very simple right so if i'm actually trying to learn something new i would want to learn um from the guy who has created it right if i would want to actually learn kubernetes for example i want to hear from the guy who has created kubernetes i want to hear why he has created kubernetes what what is the reason a specific tool exists i start with that and then probably i would actually uh, read a lot of books on it so my style is very very old style so i probably go in i order like four or five orally books so that's where i would start so my journey would start typically with orally Uh, like um, four or five books on that topic end to end 
and i also find that really really effective because when i'm reading a book i'm not disturbed it's a physical copy i order so i'm not disturbed at all so it's like i completely focus on the book and i can like one individual skill i have is i can read book for 8 hours and not get uh, bored that's like that's the reason why i'm able to focus and learn so fast because i learn from really really good books identifying the right book uh, making sure that uh, you are able to go through that and then probably i would pick up a few online courses as well so that's kind of my approach towards learning uh, but again this is something which everybody needs to customize for themselves right so you need to find out what works for you so if somebody is trying to learn something new i would recommend you to try youtube try udemy try coursera so go and search in all the platforms spend 15 20 minutes on the platform try and do a small course try and identify something see what, which one uh, appeals to you right so there are wide variety of courses but each course is aimed at a different audience you need to find out which one is aimed at you which one is aimed at the goals that you want to achieve so one another very very important tip today is not to go hands on too soon like i see a lot of people actually try hands on with everything that they do right it's hands on is very very important you should be hands on like if you are trying a new cloud platform or if you are playing with the cloud for the first time yes go ahead and do hands on but hands on is not necessary on everything right as you grow up the most important thing is to have a high level picture of the thing right it does not mean you have to have hands on knowledge on everything so uh, one of the filters i typically use uh, to decide if i have to go hands on on some on something or not is okay what is the chance that i would be actually doing a project on the specific technology in one year time yeah. if the chance is less than 5% then i would say okay don't go hands on too soon uh, get a picture i mean get, understand it why it is there uh, what is the big picture around it get a high level overview watch maybe do a course but don't go hands on too soon right because human brain is like uh, you learn something today and you don't use it for 6 months you forget it yeah right? so making efficient use of your time is very very important so you need to focus on things you would be doing in the next 12 months go hands on on them but for rest of the things try and get a high level overview try and understand things at a high level and don't go too deep into them so that's uh, one of the approaches where you can actually which you can use to make your learning really really effective by uh, focusing on things which are important for you so don't don't just go hands on too deep into it Uh, when you don't think you'll be using a tool uh, in the near future at the start of your career when you are learning programming hands on is really really important right so if you want you can become a programmer only by doing a lot of hands on but as you grow up in the career you should uh, you should be very very picky about what you want to get hands on on and what you don't want to get hands on on another question which i get from a lot of people is you know they want to switch careers what do you suggest or what do you advise to those people who want to switch careers i would want to switch to something which gives value to my previous experience right you don't want to just jump into something where there is all your previous experience is wiped off and you are starting from zero yeah right so that's not a good career switch as far as i'm concerned right uh, so uh, if you are actually uh, for example somebody who's building rest api or you have a tech background or uh, you have actually do you have testing background whichever background you have you need to see how it connects to what we do in the cloud and that's where i think if you have no cloud knowledge probably the first thing that you can try and do would be to do a beginner level cloud certification right so 
the reason why i am a big fan of beginner level cloud certifications is because uh, they not only uh, give you good knowledge i mean like a lot of these certifications i mean obviously each of the cloud platforms want to sell their cloud to you so there is an element of sales in there but uh, if you can ignore that sales element uh, there is also a lot of uh, information for you like it helps you to understand the value proposition of the cloud different services which are there in the cloud and therefore you can see for your job whatever you are doing right now which of these areas would really really help right so for example if i'm let's say a database administrator or if i'm a network engineer or a security engineer i can identify okay these are the services i would want to focus on right so you don't like nobody can master everything in the cloud it's very very important to be specific about choosing things which are related to what you are doing if you are a network engineer probably you would want to be a expert at how to configure networking subnetworking in the cloud right so how do you become a network administrator in the cloud if you are a database administrator how do you become a database administrator in the cloud so find something which is related to what you are doing and do it in the cloud that would be the best uh, way where you can actually pick up all the knowledge that you have and you can build on it and cloud would be the next level kind of so you'd not lose your previous experience same is the case with like if you are a developer you know you are good at building rest api see how you can build rest api using lambdas see how you can build rest i mean cloud functions or azure functions in a serverless way see how you can build a rest api and deploy it on kubernetes right so that's how you so your rest api skills are useful and also you are learning the cloud so i am always a big fan of actually using a cloud as a step up so whatever you doing now uh, how do you do it in the cloud if you can get that perspective i think that would be a great value add for anybody who's doing something in the it industry right if you are non it then probably a beginner cloud certification might be a good start try and do it and see if you have any ideas of where you can take it further now you know bringing up a lot of experience you know like 15 years of experience on the industry five years from course creation uh, now having all this knowledge you know if you would have met uh, your younger self now you know what would you, uh, you have advised uh, in order to grow better i think <laughs> great question i mean my younger self probably one would be uh, to focus a little bit more on the business side of things right so what happens is when you are a programmer when you are a architect i mean mostly as a programmer mostly as a techie you tend to focus just on the technology piece of it and not on what your organization is trying to achieve so i would want that element to come in right so that's one Uh, however i would say in a lot of areas my younger self was a lot better so in risk taking and a lot of abilities of that kind i would say my younger self was much much better at taking risks and identifying uh, the right approaches as you age uh, things change yeah that's that's a really a wonderful piece of advice you know a lot of things uh, you know when we are young we uh, we are kind of in a adrenaline rush at times uh, when we want to take decisions and sometimes that really helps and, and i believe for me also you know it was kind of an adrenaline rush which made me took the decision to move into cloud and it has really paid me off very well so yeah uh, wonderful thing uh, good to hear that and i think yes that's pretty much all we had so thank you uh, so much for being in this podcast spending your time valuable time 
uh, for our audience uh, you know how was your experience um i i really loved it today i mean it's it's always great to see somebody who is in the same space as you right so even though we think we meet a lot of content creators every day but it's not very often that i talk to a lot of content creators so it's really really good to talk to somebody who's in the same space try and understand what your thought process is as well so yeah that's that's awesome yeah absolutely for sure uh, i'm sure uh, the audience would have been uh, you know so much eager to watch uh, you know to listen from you on how to start the career in tech and in cloud so thank you so much for your words and your time and thank you so much guys for listening i hope this has helped you very well we'll catch up soon another one till then it's me the cloud pilot signing off